Hello, Carla. Hey. <laughs> we're starting the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Yeah, we're back. Back by popular demand by the two of us. Yep. Back for yep. episode two. Episode two. They said we wouldn't do it. And by they, I said we I, we said we probably wouldn't do it. We, we got time, though. Yeah, you know. So this week, Carla, what has happened? I was a bit more clued in this week. I wasn't quite as busy in work. And I also spent most of my week hungover yes you did. um so work was a bit slower for me <laughs> but you were uh, a bit slower for work oh man it's i just i don't know why i'm at an age where a two-day hangover is a thing like i'm way too young for a two-day yeah. hangover anyway this week what's been going on i now i feel like i'm gonna let you down because the news i've i've <laughs> cultivated isn't isn't very um newsworthy but it is the stuff i enjoyed the most so <laughs> okay hit me what have you got first because so, i have i have one thing that turned out to be two things as of today so we'll see what you have first. okay well barcelona they the theater opened the lyceu the lyceu i'm gonna butcher that the lyceu opera house opened this week mm-hmm. and they held their first concert in three months and it was for an audience of 2300 houseplants I did see that. I saw that. I think today that was that was a good use of time. The jump cuts to the audience, which was just plants. Oh, is there a video there of it? There's a video, and it's about a minute long. And they show, you know, the violinists. They're they're playing their hearts out, and then it's like a split cut to the theatre hall, which is just plants on seats. They're all seated. Yeah. As though they're going to have reactions that we would be interested in. It was great. I loved it. It truly made me year. Why? Why um, did they do that? I wish I knew. Uh, is it because you are meant to play music to plants mm. to help them grow? That's a... Yeah. Maybe they're putting back that's into That's a thing. Putting back in. And it's classical music that helps plants grow a bit better. Like, that's crazy. That's... Isn't it? 2,300 How do they organise that? That's so many plants. Do you know what I thought when I saw immediately i thought it might have been because they needed a recording but they needed to fill the seats so you know when like they record a concert hall the sound sounds different if the seats aren't full so i thought maybe they needed to fill all the seats but obviously they can't have people that close beside each other so they just got potted plants see you went completely for like such a sensible like idea i immediately you just thought plants like music no, I just thought, eh, 2020's got a bit zanier. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck it, the plants can vibe. They just thought, you know what, we, what can we do to make headlines? Because it's nothing can make headlines this year, really. Like, you have yeah, to be out tough. there. I would rate, I'd give the review of Barcelona's Opera House Extraordinaire. What would I give it? I'd give it a 9 out of 10. I'm pretty happy. Other than the fact it probably wasted a lot of resources. I think, fuck it. Let the plants yeah. live. 9 out of 10. This is what's called a really good segue, Carla. You ready for this? Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So, it is known that classical music is the best for houseplants, and rock music is actually damaging for houseplants. Yes. What do you? I know think what you're gonna say. K-pop. <laughs> do you think K-pop would be good for plants? I think K-pop might be the the savior of us all at this point. If it's as good for us as it is for plants, we're in for a win. Honestly, I have very little experience with K-pop, but I've learned so much about it just in the last... In the last 24 hours, I learned loads about it. Are you it. now a K-pop stan? I'm, yeah, I am, <laughs> because I'm afraid if I'm not. What they'll basically. do. 
Yeah, because they can do anything. So a few weeks ago, they worked with Anonymous and they knocked down the Minneapolis police station mm-hmm. like watchdog website. That was cool. They also flooded White Lives Matter on Instagram when Black Lives Matter on the 2nd of June. They flooded it with uh, fan cams so that anyone who was yeah. being, you know, racist... So th- <laughs> that's that's their big thing is they're fl- they just use social media hashtags mm-hmm. to to dilute whatever the bad thing is spreading around so you can't find it. Yep. But they they did that to the Trump rally in Tulsa. <laughs> yep. I don't even know how many people are in. It's it's a huge huge stadium like it's 100,000 seats yep. in the stadium and only what 12,000 no, people no, no, showed no. up. It was 6,000. <gasps> oh no. Because they essentially for anyone who doesn't know what me and kian are talking about they you could reserve seats for this rally online for free but just so they could know numbers if there was going to be like an overflow and they have an overflow stage and they reserved about a million tickets and the media fox news trump himself were were buzzing off their little tits about it they were like we've got so many people coming out during coronavirus they fucking love us Let's go. And it was just K-pop stands who didn't intend on going. And it was very, very embarrassing when the Wiggles outsold. Imagine <laughs> imagine being the advisor to Trump that has to explain to him what a K-pop stan is. <laughs> so first they have to explain what K-pop is. So they'd be like, yeah, it's Korean pop music. And then he'd immediately go off and start going, it's the Koreans. The Koreans are out to get me. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's not Korean people. It's stands of K-pop. And when he goes, what is a stan? And he goes, all right. Do you know who Eminem is? <laughs> <laughs> but then again, did you see today what they were doing? Today and yesterday? No. About Mia Khalifa? No. Okay, so I saw this today and it actually broke my heart. So Mia Khalifa has come out recently and she has talked about her past and mm-hmm. porn. Mia Khalifa... Porn star, famous porn very star, famous. very attractive young woman. She did. How long do you think she did oh, porn? Oh, I you know do who she know is, how long yeah? she did porn for, but only because I saw a headline the other day, and that yeah, is she did wild. It for three months. But then I kind of looked into it the other day, um, technically before I knew any of this. Mm, okay, um, look, looked there, into there's not it. That many, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not that many videos. There's less than you think, but. She's she was hugely popular. Yeah, she's one of the faces. Like she really, of it. like I, you'd immediately yeah, yeah. think of her. Household yeah. name. <laughs> in some yeah. households in the deep south. <laughs> yes. She only made about twelve thousand mm. dollars, and she only made twelve thousand videos. No, twelve thousand oh, dollars from okay, videos. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Now really? for yeah for three months for three months work that's not you know terrible the she was taking it well her views is like it's like 800 million views but the thing is she spoke out this week just being like big porn companies are not paying people fairly and because they're a huge company like they're an entertainment company like disney or warner brothers essentially yeah. and they have legal teams behind them like they have massive legal teams behind them and they just take 18 year old 21 year old girls and just force them into a contract that they can't get out of oh okay well so not as fun as we as, yeah. as not as fun as it looks no it's not as <laughs> like, fun as it looks. sometimes you think oh you know what i could do this 
even though everyone looks like they're enjoying themselves. No, apparently not. It's it's really I mean, not. K-pop stands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the K-pop stands were really coming to her. So I think someone on Twitter called for the K-pop stands to come in and give her a hand. She's an influencer now. That's what she does. Is in does a, she? A, Interesting. There is yeah, life yeah. after porn. She can't have MiaKhalifa.com because oh. I think Bang Bros own it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, not my, I didn't want to laugh, but <laughs> there is some big porn company that owns the right to her name. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So they have they have that, and she she just can't move on from it. Like she's going to, she's getting like harassed all the time. Porn though is getting. I was having this conversation with people today. I don't know if it's getting better for the people involved or if it's it's like getting free range. If you what, know like what I mean, kind of <laughs> like eggs. <laughs> so you have you have factory porn, right? Which uh, is like I'm in a, a big production <laughs> and <laughs> and is mass produced and is for the masses. And then you have stuff like OnlyFans, which is free range porn, where the person is in control. Do you know what I mean? They set the mm. price. They they own their media, like. They can stop whenever they want. It's ethical porn. Ethical, ethical is a better way than saying free range. Free range. <laughs> so they just, you know, they get to really live a full life running around in the fields. But K-pop stands, absolutely amazing. I would amazing. give them, honestly, 100 out of 100. They are the top scorers of any, anything we ever may review. They will be the best because I have never seen anyone say anything negative about them. They are so passionate. I don't understand how people can be so en masse passionate and in solidarity with so many causes. I've never thought... That aren't anything to do with Korean no, pop music. Nothing to do with anything they actually love. It's like, you know... Do you listen to I, K-pop? I, I don't. I don't. I don't. No, neither do <laughs> I. <laughs> have you ever listened to any K-pop? No. I know who BTS are. Is that K-pop? Yeah, so do I. And yeah. the reason I know that is because... Fall Out Boy, my one true love, did a, they had, did a remix and the singer of someone from BTS was on it. And then all they got for like three months were there with K-pop questions. Yeah. People are so diehard for it. I've never seen a fandom so diehard about anything in my life. Anything I have seen of K-pop, I actually quite like. So the first time I was introduced to K-pop, I was sitting on my friend's bed we were talking about music videos that I had made and how I want to direct more music videos. And she says, do you watch K-pop music videos? And I said, I, what, what is K-pop? <laughs> and she says, like, Korean pop, watch this. Their music videos are incredible. Really they are the best dancers and it's just all color and it is a nightmare to look at but it is so good. There's five just gender neutral looking guys <laughs> who are just dancing in complete sync. And it's just amazing to watch them. And I was like, that is so cool. But I don't want to direct that because listening to that music has given me a migraine. We're moving on. What's our main review of the week, Ian? <laughs> I think we should talk about takeaways this week, Kala, because I just had one and I'm going to have more of it when we finish. Let's go ahead. Takeaways. What's your go-to takeaway? If I'm scrapping that I'm vegan and scrapping that I'm on a diet, number one of all time has to be Chinese. 
the Chinese takeaway. You're, and you're local Chinese because no matter what people say, everyone will say their local Chinese is the best because of how they grew up. And it is to them. Like my local Chinese is the best. See, I, I would I, my, my local Chinese is not the best. <gasps> my local Chinese Bless is me. definitely not the best. There's one that's about five kilometers away from me and it's my friend's mm-hmm. local Chinese. And I remember we passed it the other day when we were driving and I remember distinctively one day me and my friend Yanis went and we got spice bags and we carried them back to his house in the rain and we ate them on our way and we made a song called Spice Bags in the Rain. You guys don't have spice bags in the UK, do you? We have spice bags, no. It took off here, I'd say, seven or eight years ago and it just exploded. Like, it was huge for a time. Like all of the Chinese around the place were in competition to each other. <laughs> and and there was like spice bag appreciation pages on Facebook and that. And Jesus rate Christ. my spice bag and all this. It was so, <laughs> it was so Don't over you rate the top. my spice bag. Remember, rate my meal deal. That was a good time to yeah. be alive. Oh, oh. My anyway. go-to takeaway though isn't a true... I don't want to say it's not a Chinese. Because it has to I be. I love a Chinese. And if I go for a Chinese, what I'm getting nearly all Ooh, the time. Okay. Right? Yeah, we'll do a battle with this one. Salt and crispy shredded chicken. Right? And duck pancakes. Is that it? I'd also get spring rolls. Oh my God. Okay, no. You know what? Don't order Chinese again because you. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's a totally no, no, fine no, no. thing to order from mm-hmm. a Chinese. This is how you do it in the Mansuja household. You go sweet and sour chicken balls battered. You go chicken chow mein, go egg fried rice, you go a bag of chips, curry sauce, sometimes we'll get some crispy chili beef, and then you uh, yeah. get the prawn crackers and the dip, and let me tell you, it's a feast for one. That's pretty good. It's pretty epic, and that's why I am vegan now, because <laughs> <laughs> I know how to eat. <laughs> I do like a Chinese a lot, but I love an Indian as well, and that's, that's the takeaway I'm having tonight. Because I said this topic to you yesterday and I was like, this gives me an excellent excuse to have a takeaway tomorrow. (laughs) But I thought I would get back from swimming earlier. So I literally, I got home and then I was like, oh shit, I have to get on to call Carla in 10 minutes. (laughs) So I threw as much of it into me as I can. I'm going back to it now. I've never had an Indian takeaway. I don't think they're popular in other countries. I think they're, do you know what? I actually think they're only popular in my house. Because <laughs> my, we have someone over as well, and my mom was like, "They've never had an Indian before." And I was like, "What?" Like whispering your secrets at the door. My dad's great with people like that as well. He's explaining everything along the table, and like they put the extra long bit of the table out as well, oh God, just so that. they could spread it all out so they could show it better. And my dad was like, "And these are papadons. <laughs> They're a bit like crisps." <laughs> Oh my God, I want your dad to narrate my meal times. My dad loves an audience. It's great. Oh, perfect. We would be a match made yeah. in heaven. Would you like a naan bread? <laughs> it's a bit like bread. <laughs> I think we've never really gotten Indian takeaways because my mum always says they're oilier than Indian food should be. And I don't know why. Well, it's not that I don't, I mean, I love a curry, but I don't think it's ever been something that we've really ordered in this house. We, this household also, a very unpopular takeaway order. This household orders a lot from the kebab shop. Yeah. This is what I was going to say. You know, when we were 
eating kebabs yes. in Melbourne. Uh-huh. That's a takeaway. Mm-hmm. But it's a different type of takeaway. I would only, personally, I get a kebab when it's 3am, the club's kicked me out. Yeah. I'm texting a boy, my friends are trying to get me home and they're trying to sober me up a bit and they're like, let's stick a kebab in her mouth. That's about it. And it's great. And it's great. And it works. And there's actually, I have a story, we were in Melbourne actually, I think it was the night that we went and got kebabs and we got back in the Uber and we went home and I thought it'd be really fun to parkour with our friend. And we were oh, yeah. jumping all about the place. And I woke up in the morning and there was garlic sauce. <gasps> Kebab everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> there was garlic sauce on the walls. There was lamb kebab in the carpet. And it stank. And let me tell you, there's one thing you don't want on a hangover. And that is lamb kebab stinking up your room in the heat. There wasn't that much because... You were throwing about so much, I took it off you and ate it. Fair enough. <laughs> those I kebabs, didn't know about it, but there you go. <laughs> yeah, those kebabs were great as well. They had, um, they had feta cheese in it. Did they? What an innovation in kebab. Wow. Because that was the special. They had like all the standard stuff, and then they were like, yeah. the special. And we were like, what's in the special? And they were like, <laughs> it's got feta and olives. Yes. <laughs> So really, what we're what we're discovering now is that Kian way more sober than Carla. I don't even like olives, so I don't. Neither even... do I. <laughs> I can't eat olives. Like it's horrible to me. I don't like olives. Nope. But man, so, it's something about salt when you're drunk. I think it's kebabs, chips, and pizza are drunk takeaway food. Pizza, hungover, pepperoni, large stuffed crust. This is the thing. I think pizza transcends both the just lazy takeaway and hungover takeaway. Yeah. It really bridges a gap. It does, yeah. Maybe pizza was the saviour we needed all along. Because you can eat pizza drunk, hungover, or when you're just bored or lonely. (laughs) I think I'm going to have to put up there as one of the main ones, and you'll know this from living with me. When I'm hungover, what is on the ticket? It's got to be a burrito. Yeah, you love a burrito. You'd love Dublin because there is a burrito shop every 15 seconds. That's my dream. Because there's nothing better when you're hungover. You get everything. You get the tortilla, the rice, the guacs. You've got the fats. Mm. You've got the protein. Currently, everything is a takeaway. Everything's a takeaway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stay at home. Wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's three months ago. Stay at home. Wash your hands. There's a radio show in Ireland uh, called Liveline. It's like, it's like a ring in a complain radio show, and the guy on it every time he says anything, he just goes, "Liveline, wash your hands." He's <laughs> going on all day about it. It's so good. It's surprising how much people need a yeah. reminding of that, but you know. I was listening to him today. I want to introduce you to an Irish staple. Okay. So I was listening to it today and this woman was ringing on. She had been scammed. She ordered two mattresses for her children. Yes. And this guy said he had gotten her two mattresses. It was like on Gumtree or something. And this guy delivered them to her and kind of just basically threw them in the door of her house and left. And that was at the start of lockdown. And now they're like falling apart. Mm. And she's like, what's going on? Like they were ripping like mattresses were ripping apart and she took the top layer off the mattress and underneath was just 
an old ruined mattress. Okay. So he had scammed her. Yeah. Right? And she rang into Joe Duffy on Liveline and was talking about it. When they went for a break, I turned to my mom and said, a hundred euro says mattress Mick is going to get on to Joe Duffy right now and offer her two new mattresses. Kala, let me tell you about mattress Mick for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Mattress Mick is a man who owns a mattress shop in Dublin and he is crazy. He's just a kind of old short man with long white hair okay right but his signs are him and it just says come down to mattress mix and it's him wearing like green horrible mint green shirt and like a gray jacket and pointing at like the sign that says come down to mattress mix and it was really funny for ages Mm -hmm. but then he took it up a notch he's made several music videos oh my god wow it's amazing like it's so funny. That will be available on our Twitter as well because I'm immediately, <laughs> as so soon as we finish recording, Mick. that is the first thing I'm doing is looking up Mattress Mick. He is insane. Like, it's so funny. I'm picturing Danny DeVito with long white hair. Oh, you're not that far off. And you know what? I'm, that is exactly what I wanted from this. I want Mattress Mick to be Danny DeVito in a wig. But his his music videos make no sense there's a bit where there's like a puppet monkey there's a bit where he's in mortal Kombat. there's a bit where he's dressed like a pimp and he goes into a casino but it's not like las vegas it's a casino in dublin during the day this man might be my idol mattress mick he's he's so good but then of course as soon as the ads turn off the radio mattress mick gets on the radio and goes i'd like to offer that poor woman (laughs) Two free mattresses. He's a local hero as well as, he is a, local as hero, a five-star yeah. icon. He is a world... He's Mr. Worldwide. Pitbull better watch his back because fucking Mattress yeah. Mick is coming. Oh, he's just amazing. I, again... He's just... Something I'm definitely going to watch. He's crazy looking. He's just so good. How old is this man? Oh, easily in his late 60s. May he live forever. <laughs> yeah. He's clearly the beacon of light we need in these hard times. I think we should just t- change this podcast into a Mattress Mick podcast. Mattress Mick stan account. <laughs> yes. Let's get the K-pops on to Mattress Mick. They would do such a good job. Oh, man. Imagine BTS and Mattress Mick as a crossover. The crossover we never knew we needed. First, I have to explain to Mattress Mick what a K-pop stan is. It will 100% be easier than the White House reps having to do it to Trump. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about again? Takeaways? Takeaways. Yeah, um, takeaways are pretty good. <laughs> you know what? After the amount of alcohol I'm consuming tonight, I'm going to have to get one tomorrow. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, already projecting how bad I'm going to feel tomorrow and thinking tomorrow might yeah. be a pizza day. A vegan pizza love, day, but a pizza day. I love the next day takeaway. Oh. So I have a takeaway there tonight. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow morning's breakfast is that Indian takeaway. Yeah. It does not matter what the takeaway is. No. Oh, I had Chinese I will the other always day. have it the next morning. So good. So worth it. You, I almost leave some, so I have some for the next day. I also do that with dinners, though, sometimes. Even stew. If I've had a really nice stew, sometimes I go, do you know what? You are. I'll have that in the morning. Feeding into the stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> we, don't, we don't eat stew in this There's house. nothing wrong with a good Guinness pie in the morning. <laughs> I'm giving a seven for takeaways. Seven. Because they're too easy. Takeaways shouldn't be that cheap. Nope. They shouldn't be that convenient. Nope. They shouldn't be that tasty. 
because they are so bad for you. <laughs> Except for Domino's, which is not that cheap. No. This is where Carla is going to put in her theme song for Carla After Dark. Is that theme song here? It's going to be sexy. It's going to be... Did you make one? Not yet, because I... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be sexy and I'm going to send it to you tomorrow. It's Carla After Dark. Okay, so... What's, who's been talking to you this week, Carla, and so what advice do they need? This week, I put out a couple of feelers. I wanted to hear from people. I wanted to know what they needed help with, what they wanted to talk about, what they wanted me to discuss, what they wanted us to pick apart. Question this week, and it, again, not, not really a question. I was talking with my mother, my long-suffering mother, who's had to put up with me for a total of 24 years. Celebrity Gogglebox was on, and there was a very weird segment at the end, and there was a woman, and it was all, she was trying to be sexy, and there was something... She it looked like she had a tail, but essentially it was a butt plug that was like a tail. Oh. I've said the word butt plug in front of my mother. She said, what's that? I said, oh, it goes in your butt. Kind of wanted to leave it there. Wasn't really going to go into it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have left it about five minutes prior to the conversation. <laughs> and then today I was sitting and I was like, mom, I'm not really sure what I'm going to talk about this evening. I mean, mom, I'm very open with each other. I'm not really sure what to talk about. And she said... Well, we ain't talk about butt stuff. Oh, no. So, <laughs> the topic this week is butt stuff. She wanted me to expand on butt plugs and the use. Poor choice of words. Poor choice of words. So I thought, why not? It's a broad topic, but they'll, we'll get them narrower over the time. If we've got any, maybe just a bit of education <laughs> for the masses. Um, my mother said to me, why would anyone want to? Well, I know biologically with men, that's where their G-spot is. It is, indeed. And once men realise that, there's no going and back. And that probably really is true, and there's a lot of men out there that will just never know because they are yeah. two in their own boxes. They're soy boy vertical. <laughs> We've got a lot of soy boys on our hands. But I don't know if that's the same for women. Knowing my mother will listen to this, so already apologising, I can tell you that it's not... I wouldn't... It's like, okay, let's talk about like a menu. You know, we're talking takeaways. It's it's the sesame prawn toast. It's good. Would I order it every time? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God it's not um, prawn crackers that it comes with every meal. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, it's it arrives every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you take it. <laughs> They're almost forceful about it, aren't they, with the prawn crackers? You get those. What is a prawn cracker? I actually watched a video on this, which I'll try and find to put on our Twitter, where it's like a little bit of paper and they put it in oil and it... But it's not a... Pr is, it, is it just flavoured prawn? It's flavoured. A lot of them are vegan. Right. Because it's like... It's, it's like a papa doll. Chris. Because I've made them just like a sheet of yeah. paper and then you put it in real hot oil and yeah. it crisps up. 100% the same. Just papa doms are like a crisp. Um, and... Papa's are like a crisp <laughs> and pawn crackers are like anal. <laughs> no, sesame prawn toast is like anal. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think it's a tough one because it's it seems to still be a, a strangely taboo subject considering I think most of the population has partaken in at least something to do with the butt. It's a, it's a very different ball game. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think there is a kind of sense of the levels to it like you're saying where it's just i suppose it's intensity and intimacy mm -hmm. it's it's just it's very different it's the same level it just feels i think for 
you know, as a heterosexual female, that it's just, yeah. it feels like a different, it, but it's really, it's a sidestep rather than a step up. And I think yeah. maybe back in the day, the reason maybe, I mean, my mother, bless her, is a, she's very green. And the, the, word, the word but didn't exist almost when she was out there. But it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, it's, it just feels like a bit, it's just something more to do. Because after a while, it's mm. the same sh- shit different day, isn't it? So you think, where, where else can we yeah. do? Where else can we put it? Yeah, it's nice you know, to mix before it up you know a it, bit. you've got a dick in your ear and you don't know how you got there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do th- still think sex can be very simple. Yeah. Like, I get the idea of a butt plug. Like, I was, I, I did briefly say to my mother, which I regret. I'm so sorry, Kim. I did mention that the reason for a butt plug is um, to stretch it. <laughs> Imagine if your partner bought you a butt plug and you said, can we return it? You don't need it. I think this was overzealous. Butt plug is something you 100% can't return. No. Uh-uh. So... I think that's Carla after dark. I just want to say, do what you want with your butt and others' butts if they consent. We'll, we'll round out with some of the worst reviews I've found during the week. I'm excited. Let's go. <laughs> I've got two reviews for urns, for ashes, people's ashes. And I have one for okay. a coffin. What was the reason for the theme of the week? Do I need to call you more often? Do you need friends? (laughs) Like, are you okay? So I saw a review for one of these urns and I just thought it was so funny. And then I did further, further looking into them. So the first one is for cherished urns, Damer red patterned with nickel bands, adult cremation urn for ashes. It's quite a nice looking urn. Nice. It's quite a nice, it is a little bit regal. It's nice. It's a nice looking urn the review for the urn absolutely heartbroken at the state of the lid this urn was meant for my mum's ashes but i feel ashamed to do anything with it now the lid just pops off all the time i can't keep this lid on and it has been scratched immensely if it wasn't bad enough to lose my mom suddenly the urn i purchased for her is faulty three stars three three stars three stars what would this need to have one star? I think for it to have one star, there'd have been have to have been unidentified semen on it. <laughs> it would have to come with your, like someone else's ashes in it. <laughs> this is a stage yeah, of grief. This is a stage of grief. Someone is just going, and do you know what? I'm complaining to Amazon. I, I'm mm. not having it. What would be worse than a three-star review? And that's a one-star review for this next urn, which is called... It's the same company, Cherished Urns. Yeah. Sunflower Keepsake Polished White Adult Cremation Urn. Hmm. It has one review, and it says, No good, grandma fell out. (laughs) I had drink in my mouth, Kian. That wasn't fair. The title of the review is, Grandma is in the vacuum cleaner. So that deserves a one star, I feel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But really? They didn't buy an urn. They bought a sieve for the dead. <laughs> what a sad way to go. Right up in the vacuum cleaner. I've got one more review, Carla, before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. It's not for a urn. It is for a coffin. Yeah. It is by the Coffin Company. And it's called Glittering Wooden Coffin Amethyst Purple Sparkling Glitter Finish for Burial, Cremation, Funeral, Internal Coffin Size, Length 5 foot 8 with 
20 inches. Wouldn't fit me. Do you know, that was my first thought as well. It wouldn't fit you. <laughs> just a recurring theme. Like, Carla's just a little too tall for most things. Yeah, but, like, I knew, obviously I knew it wasn't going to fit me. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, what if it kind of... Maybe if... If she died in that foot act, accident. I about to say, only if they amputated something or I was yeah. headless. Ooh. Yeah. Kala died as she lived in a guillotine. <laughs> the review for this is one star. Don't buy. Tried burying my mate Tom in there after he died. His family was very upset when they found out it was glitter. Also tested and wasn't the most room. It'll do for the dog though. Oh my Christ. What dog? <laughs> <laughs> did tom die with a dog or is he now thinking i'm just gonna have to kill a dog i'll just say i'll just keep it for my dog yeah for when the dog dies yeah is it tom's dog is it tom's dog also is it tom who's over five foot eight and more than 20 inches wide I was also... and his dog which is slightly smaller than five foot eight <laughs> his so his friend bought this coffin and his yeah. parents clearly didn't okay the fact that he bought amethyst purple glitter coffin. Yeah. Well, you don't want to disturb the grieving family, do you? No, but maybe either he should they should have should have got approval or they shouldn't have asked that mate that's always swanning around town in mankinis to do oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple amethyst gym. Yeah. That's just where he looks. Probably shouldn't ask him to to order anything for you. Nah. Definitely don't ask the guy who absolutely loves carnival to to organise the funeral. You know Sparkle Jim? <laughs> Should we get him to organise Tom's funeral? You know Tall Tom with the uh, very much alive dog. <laughs> what could go wrong? So really the moral of the story is don't buy your funeral don't goods. Don't buy coffins on Amazon. Amazon. No. Okay, we'll round up all the reviews we did. and We do them out of 100, as always. Did you write anything uh, this week? So I started. I... And then I forgot. Did you see how many times I was holding this pen? We reviewed K-pop stands. Yeah, perfect. 100 out of 10. Mia Khalifa, 100 out of 10. Takeaways. Takeaways, 100 out of 10. This is a pretty, this is a pretty solid, solid podcast right here. What was the very solid. first thing? Barcelona. So, yeah, the very first thing was... Barcelona's Barcelona. Concert to the Plants. A good 67. Yeah. Takeaways, I didn't fully love because they're too good. Too So I had to drop them down. That's what all my exes have said. They're just too good. Is that right, Kian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is the difference. I still have takeaways. That's so rude. Why would you try not to send me like this on Friday? You know I've had some rum. <laughs> then we had anal and everything about anal um, that was i think it like anal it was certain good. numbers out of 10 it was like it was it was good it was fine it was like a, a seven it's fine Should we just go seven it was a prawn toast out of 10 love it and then the last things we were looking at is uh burial options from amazon i think that's gotta be a two that's very low yeah I'm, they were pretty low grandma was, fell out grandma fell out it's not what that's not how you want to open the ceremony no. Nope. <laughs> Sorry we were late, everyone. Grandma fell out. <laughs> Who wrote that? I like, just wouldn't it... review it. I would be on the <laughs> yeah, phone just to customer service. I'd be like, I'm so upset. But would I turn to Amazon and be like, 
my 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 granny she fell out of this grandma fell out and they're like <laughs> what do we do from here like how does amazon now fix that problem they don't maybe they give them a new vacuum cleaner yeah but they can't give them a new grandma so no zero out of ten for for amazon funeral supplies yeah i think overall that's like a i don't know what we were i have one week. more little review to throw in oh. stew 10 out of 10 love stew love a good stew love stew that's all the reviews. I'd say we can do that one at about a set uh, seventy-two point eight <gasps> out of a hundred. I was going to say seventy-one. So there we go. Thank you all very much for listening and sending in all your lovely reviews. If you'd like to review us on your podcast platform, please do. And if you'd like to talk to us on socials, you can hit us at the podcast socials, which are Carla. They are at not another review with one R on Twitter. They are at not another review show on instagram and we also have an email not another review show one at gmail.com kian where can people find you personally uh people can find me at kian clark one on twitter or at there's a clark in the water on instagram and Kala, you are on twitter at i'm on twitter as Kala layla and i'm on instagram as Kala layla because i have a a name that Lends well to socials. You're the only thing that has consistency across all this. We have a podcast that has three different handles mm-hmm. for everything. Mm-hmm. And Kian has different handles, but I'm, very, I'm a very consistent lady. I'd also like to thank everyone who, of my friends and your friends who have reached out and said that they enjoyed it and they've given some lovely feedback, which is very nice. So... Thank you very much. Because we love filming yeah. every Friday night. We get a few drinks and we film on Friday nights. We record. What's going to happen, Carla, when we go back into the real world and we want to drink on a Friday night? Well, you know what we'll do? We'll just, we will just film on a different day. I'll get drunk in the day if we have to. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll get drunk in the day. We'll do we'll, we'll all right. it out. Anyway, we'll edit all that to make it work. Why? This should have ended minutes ago. Again, it should have ended. Anyway, bye. <laughs> We have, have to get a, better. Have at a this. good week. <laughs> have a good week, people.